0: Welcome to Gifted. My name is Jamal Brady, also known as Manager Maul. I am the uh, manager of very talented artist Prince Ish. I'm also an entrepreneur working on creating a positive network for all creative individuals. Alright, so today I'm really gonna just be asking Ish a couple of questions, kinda pick his brain a little bit and see where his, his mind's at, you know, especially dealing with his craft and everything. So, uh, yo-ish. Yo, yo. What's, what's happening? What's so, happen? uh, I got some questions for you. <clears throat> okay. And I, I need some answers. Okay. So, uh, first question is, uh, where does your music, your musical inspiration come from? And I'm not talking about other artists. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about what things around you really make you want to write a song. Um... It's always from experience and. And so it's it's real life stuff. So um, relationships, friendships, different conversations I have with people. And, but one thing I really notice more often is um, it's an escape. So a lot of things in my life haven't been the way that I would want it to be. So. I kind of turn to music to drown out everything else, and it's something that I can control, and it allows me to pretty much be a master in my own right to something. You know, I can, I can, I'm in control of all of this. I can have it how I want it. You know, and it's 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 a lot of pain. It usually comes from pain, even though I write songs that's um, more happy sounds. Like upbeat or something like that, but the content is usually pretty dark or, par is like stems from paranoia or, um, um, just deep thoughts that you're with by yourself. You know, it's a lot of those uh, type of songs when you're sitting alone. And that's true because if you really listen to your music, you can you can definitely tell that there's a there's a a certain deepness to songs, even the hype songs where there's like a lot of like just background. Like um what's the best word to describe it? There's just a lot of like that hype or the energy. Yeah. Kind of so so you, so you know you it's like you're putting on a facade essentially in the song. So mm-hmm. pretty much you have this hype song, and you have you know it's upbeat, it's catchy, mm-hmm. but really it's like you're putting on this face like you. You you know, like you go to work, you smile, and everything, but really, there's all this deep stuff that's going on, yeah, and that's kind of how at least listen to your music that's how it feels that's exactly what I wanted, that's exactly how I wanted it to be, because I feel in my everyday life, that's how I am. I walk outside, you know, put on a smile, and I feel like most of us do that, you know to, to some, some extent yeah to some to extent, some extent for sure, it. like if anything, most likely work. You yeah. know, you go to work, you put on a smile. People ask you, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. That's true. And you're not. Or <laughs> sometimes at the cookout when you, you're you around some of your family and they got their kids there. And you know, yeah. the kid's bad. Yeah. You, you got to put on a smile because it's only one day that you got to see this family till yeah. next year. So, you know, that's, you know, that is so perfect because it's even like the, I think the only time that I'm usually pretty happy is at shows for the most part because it's like, oh, okay people are here to support you know is i'm seeing a lot of friendly faces they genuinely care and i'm on stage and i'm able to provide something where people actually care you can see in their faces or people that are strangers that they're turning around saying oh wow okay there's something here or like oh okay i like what you that was a cool line and stuff so it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool it's pretty cool. Speaking of shows, what mm-hmm. would you say is your most memorable show? Good or bad, mm-hmm. most memorable? I'll probably say two. One was the worst show, which was my very first show ever. I was uh, in Akron, like the bad side, uh, when I was with this group and um, the security guard. <laughs> we walked up. We, we were sitting in the car because I was sitting there nervous as hell. I was over at a friend's house and so okay i'm jumping around so starting off i was at a friend's house and trying to hide from like the uh, the group because they were going to go to the show and i'm like i'm super shy i'm super nervous i don't want to be on no stage i don't want to be around no people all i do is write and i want to hide in my cave so then they found me they picked me up i don't know how the hell they found me they picked me up and um so we, we drove out to akron which is probably like an hour drive and we got there and the promoter um the promoter was out there waiting for us and we walked up to him and he acted like he didn't know who he was because i was going to be performing on a set with uh, another artist so we was going to share the set so right when we walked up to the door the security guards had casts on like they they was doing security with one arm and which i was like how the hell he won't be, but you still respect? keep no, no. Battle scars. You need Bat- two arms no. hey, to what's he do did? security. He might have only, only needed one. He, he might have only needed one. Not the rock big, but he was big. Hey, And right when we, we got in, he didn't even pat me down. I'm like, if this is the way this dude patted me down, I'm scared. Because we went in there, it looked like everybody was fresh out. Fresh out of jail. Like, big dudes. Like, it was a bunch of hookers in there. I ain't even gonna lie. Very like, bad. no, 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 no. Okay. They kept trying to ask me to dance. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm sitting here. I'm chilling. And we were supposed to go on, like, at 11. And we went up to the dude, and he was saying, like, hey, okay, you guys next. And then this one dude tried to fight us because he was saying that he was next. And then, then eventually we squashed it and then found out they didn't have no mics for the for the uh, i mean have no batteries for the mics so we went to they went out and bought more uh batteries which took them like three hours so we didn't perform until one in the morning um close to two like 1 30 and it was a small little plank that we were standing on to perform on and uh, dude he was like uh dude i was performing he was saying hey you know what we're not going to use that. We're going to go into the crowd. You know, I'm like sitting there like this. Probably not a good idea. This crowd looked like they would just want to stab us and throw bottles at us. And we went into the middle of the floor. They were all separated, sitting there just staring, me mugging hard, 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 not moving. And when I started performing, the song stopped, played backwards and then started skipping. Then it just stopped. So I was just yelling my lyrics. And then right when I was done, I've, this has never happened to this day. This is the first time, and hopefully the last time, I performed, and no one did anything. They didn't clap. They didn't boo. They didn't cheer. Just straight face, me mugging And then the announcer was like, all right, we have this next dude coming up. It was like a good like five minutes of silence. We were just standing there in the middle of the floor, and... The one dude, he he had, he was a dreadhead dude. He was on stage jumping and hyping, and everybody was like, "Hey, oh snap!" And we was walking out, and the dude looked at us, and I swear he mumbled, "Y'all shitty." Like I swear he mumbled that. It looked like he looked at us like, "Y'all shitty." And we walked out, felt like it was all in slow mo, and felt like a movie scene. And then ever since then, that was it was cool. But yeah, that's definitely the most memorable show. Ever. That's... Uh, and the worst. After hearing that, I would have been like, you know what? Uh, maybe this isn't my my career <laughs> path that I should be on. But uh, what's the other one? Uh, the, oh, the other one is most... is definitely... I don't know. It's between... Mm, probably the House of Blues. When uh, we performed at the House of Blues, um, the team and I, like, you know, Jamal, he's my manager. Um, That was... I can't even explain how um that felt being up there. Because they, it was so cool because they had the curtains. You know, I was back there with uh my DJ, DJ T one. We was back there talking, you know, making up daps, you know, before we do it go out. And then uh Malik and um uh Tristan came back. They was like, Hey you ready, man? It's a full house out there. I'm like, What? Oh snap, man, okay, all right. And then we were standing there, then a lady said my name She's like this is prince ash i'm like who the fuck is that <laughs> i don't know who that is but i'm about to i'm about to have fun and the curtain's pulled back and tone was back there behind the set behind the tables and i was standing there with the mic and i saw all the faces i was looking up at the second uh at the balcony filled with people the whole it was just filled with people shoulder to shoulder and like i can't even explain how that energy felt and it was weird because you know I can't explain it it felt like I really deserved to be there like it felt every moment all the pain and struggling for shows and doing crappy shows and um doing shows where people weren't coming out supporting at all um and definitely in the early 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 days and it just made me feel like wow I can see progression right now and I can feel the progression because before I would have been nervous. I would have been super ner- like I was nervous until I stepped on a stage and that's how it usually is. But that time that was, it just felt like this is my moment. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Just do you. And I was just like, wow, this is cool. Definitely really cool. sounds like an incredible feeling. I just know when we were backstage... Just, that was cool. In the green the, room? Yeah, in the green room. Oh, We were man. just like... It was like, they got a green room? Yeah. Like, that was... <laughs> um, and just standing backstage and watching everyone work, all the sound yeah. guys hooking up mics and hooking yeah. up speakers and stuff. I know for me, that was a moment. And just watching you on stage and then, you know, them giving directions and doing headshots and yeah. like this, that, and the other, it's all going on all at once. You got people... You know, you got all these models that are back here changing and getting ready yeah, for the show. Like, oh. and it's like you know, there's so much going on as opposed to just sitting in the crowd. Yeah. You another face. You go up there. You you know, you do your thing, and then it's it's a wrap. Yeah. It's like you didn't come out of the crowd. You you came up. The curtains opened up, and you was on stage. And people, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> you know that was that was an incredible moment. Like just to watch, that was that was something. To- that was the one cool thing, too, though, is like when we was done, my back was hurting so much. We just sat back in the green room and the models was like, so you're Prince-ish, huh? I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, we've been hearing your name. It was just such a cool feeling. Everybody there from the team standpoint was putting in work. I know you. You were putting in crazy work back at the table and networking. Um, Will was. Tristan. It was putting in work. It was just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah, that sure. was a lot of fun. I tell you my favorite part of the whole thing was uh in people coming up like, oh, so you manage him. Mm-hmm. I don't even know the people, but they're like I'm like, Yeah <laughs> You do <dudes> dope. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's a real cool that was that was definitely a good show. That was definitely good. So that was man you know, shows, music you you got a music video too mm-hmm. um what would you say is the uh what do you say you enjoy doing the most actually being in the studio performing at shows coming up with concepts for music videos what part of the whole music um i want i guess career mm-hmm. do you enjoy the most what facet of it um it 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 changes. It changes Um, because now, like, writing songs, I used to love that a lot. It used to be so much fun. It's still fun. It's cool, though, but now I kind of reached a point where I want to do so much more i want to do a lot of different things like you were you were touching on with the concepts for music videos like i've been working on that side a a lot just having like memos and notepads and stuff that i want to do and get more music videos out because the 20s video was dope like uh that you and zach was working on that that came out great especially with the amount of content that y'all had. That was accidentally dope. <laughs> <laughs> it was That was cool. an accident. Really dope. But uh and the studio, the studio was always fun. Um, even when it's super tough and super, super frustrating, because it's it's like science. It really is. Because you have to go in there and one thing I really realized you can't go on there, you can go you have to go on there with the skeleton, right? You have to go in with the outline of how you want, how you vision the song to be, but know that is not going to come out like that. Because if you try to force that, you're going to miss something that could be better than that. And if you keep striving for this certain sound or certain way, you're going to miss. You're not going. You're not open to suggestions or open to um, what's actually happening and being in the moment. You know, because there was a lot of times where I was r- recording a song or singing or rapping, and I'm like, this is going to sound terrible. But then, then my mind goes into overdrive, and then I start seeing everything, start connecting, and that's like, okay, I can uh, I can bring my voice in right here, you know, chop that, uh, double this, but sing this a little bit higher, or, uh, bring a pitch higher, make that sound more smooth, and then chop or while rapid, or... Wrap it in a certain way, but I don't like that. Let me wrap it this way so I can emphasize certain words to make the song pop more. It's just, it's, that that part is always fun, but it's very, it's stressful, but it's fun. Actually, it's, fun. it's weird because I know exactly what you mean. Because when mm. you were recording Gas stuff Yeah. It's funny because I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah. this song might be pretty bad. <laughs> and then like watching the song grow mm. more and more, you know, you're like, all right, let's do some in and outs. Let's do some ad-libs. You know, all right, let's let's do the second verse now. Mm-hmm. Let's go back, let's re-record the first verse. And then when you play it back, I was like,
1: "Damn. Mm-hmm. That's a hit."
0: You know, but it like initially hearing you in the studio when you first like when you did the first verse, I was like, "I don't yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to I have to hear something else cuz this might be putting the trash, you know, but it ended up being like one of the best songs. That you have as far as um, crowd engagement, as far as people, yeah. you know, people love that song. It was real easy for them to to get involved with. Gassed up, fed up. You Ain't know? nobody tell me I can lay it up. Woo. All I do is stress my head up. Hey, I stand up with the best. Goddamn, that song. Yeah, that's yeah. probably my favorite song to perform, like ever. Because that was actually that that kind of runs into like one of my next questions. What's that? Your favorite all time song. All time, all time, all time song that you ever. Uh, I'm gonna do two okay. that you've ever released, mm-hmm. and then that you have not released, that you wrote but didn't release. Okay, um, probably my favorite song that I've released. Um, <hums> I will probably say. As a project, it would be a tragic beauty because I've been wanting to do a project like that for years where I'm singing, uh, rapping a little bit. It's more, it's more emotional and I'm expanding on different points in time in different relationships. And emphasizing on the moments where people don't really talk about or they feel too scared to talk about or they bring up is it's, it's too sentimental at times. You know, like I have a song on a tragic beauty where it's called think of, Um, what well, I, I don't know. I keep thinking it. it's called think about you, but it's called without you. And pretty much the whole concept is that the relationship was toxic. But I learned from that. Where would I be without you? Mm hmm you know, so it's like, I learned so much as a person, as a man, how to be a man, and if it wasn't for going through that, I wouldn't know what I know today, or know what I'm supposed to expect out of myself, you know, or putting myself first, or valuing uh, goals more, you know, and discipline, and things, so it's, like that whole project i i really love that project like songs with closer where i played with um uh a story cuz I, I like i started talking to people i would have hours hours of uh conversations with different people and they would tell me similar situations i'm like you know what let me put this into a song and closer is about having um um uh, meeting someone young and watching how you two pretty much fall apart over the years and then the song ending with um with you realizing as a man because usually the man is the one um that's kind of like i missed my good years you know let me try to live those good years back but it's like i'm i'm old i can't do that i have to I have to realize who i am and what i what who i am in the moment and what i can do and what i can do what i want to do and then at the end of the day what i'm starting to realize a lot more is that a lot of men in their 50s and 60s have so much regret so much animosity towards uh life because of the 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 choices they made Mm -hmm. when they were younger and pretty much the end of the song is just like wow um I fucked up. I should have I should have been there. You know, and I feel like especially as black men, I feel like a lot of us can relate to that as their child in that situation. Yeah. So I was trying to put myself in the perspective of 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 the child and watching how the man and the woman kind of grew up and reimagine how that played out pretty much. So it's just that project, it was so conceptual, and I love that. I love that so much. That was, oh, man. But the f- a favorite song that I haven't released is definitely Gassed Up. And I've been scratching my I head. I keep realizing like, that you haven't actually yeah, released Gassed Up. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so many people from going to shows and stuff like that that know about it. Yeah. And, like, I I I just I forgot. Yeah. I didn't even realize. It's it's in my head. I'm, just, I'm still trying to figure out a way to release it without downplaying it exactly because, because it definitely is one of those songs that yeah. it needs to be because it's so hype and i love that it's more it's still conceptual too you know like even in the hook where i'm saying uh um gassed up fed up ain't nobody tell me i can lay it up all i do is stress on my head up now I stand up with the best uh uh-uh. gas and then it repeats from there and then it goes into. Who surmised that I'll take it by surprise, you know? And then even in the second verse, where I'm like, I've been on for way too long. Ten years old, I, ten years old, I've been. Like it's just there's layers to it. But I want to hypnotize you with like the flow and the rhythm and the energy that I'm bringing. But if you listen to the uh, listen to the content, there's another layer to it, and I want people to really feel that. And okay. I feel at shows there's Usually, two people that really understand it, they just sit there and they're just like, wow. Yeah, because everyone else is so hype. Yeah. But, like, like uh, I think it's the second verse where you go, like, you know, in my teens, I dated chicks. You you know, I ain't cheating, and I was stressed. That changed me because now I flex. Holes will never pass my test. You know, yeah. Yeah. Fake friends tell you yes, even if it's not my best. Yeah. 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 That, that, whole, that whole verse is full of deep. Just. That's why my. One of my favorite verses too, that second one, because it was like I wanted to have like a simple, uh, simple flow, but at the same time I wanted to say this the simple flow with like a cocky, confident, set like like energy, because I didn't want it to be hype, but I wanted it to be laid back, and that since I'm laid back and it's sounding cocky and confident, that it'll bring the energy That's because true. it's like. Like even within a, it makes you focus on the words that I'm saying, and it's pretty much saying like I'm I've been through that, I've done this, I've I've seen this type of stuff play out, you know. So you can't play me or fool me in any type of way because a lot of people they try to play to your ego, but mm-hmm. if you you don't have if your ego is disassociated with business, then it's done for them to play to. So exactly. it really separates, you know. It really se- separates the bullshit. Yeah. You know? Really separates it out. I gotta say though, I think I'm partly biased, but uh, I'd say the my favorite unreleased song has to be that fancy remix. That
1: oh we have,
0: we have no footage of. I don't. Yeah. I like. I got a video of it happening, but we got like we don't have the files or nothing like that. But yeah. that has to be my favorite because our dance move you started out of that song. <laughs> that but was I remember funny. you were trying so hard. To get it out Yeah That was a very angry song Yeah I was very You were in a You were in a different place Yeah Kick the bitch in the corner Looking at y'all Aiming for the I can't even y'all remember Y'all niggas just a beverage When I'm thirsty Fago. Pick your bitch ass up Break your bane <laughs> Break your back Hugo Oops I meant bane But I'm really Batman rappers, rappers need something Calling <laughs> me My, Oh rappers uh, need uh, something calling, calling me Michael Caine Say I changed change? You're, You're goddamn, goddamn right, I right I fucking changed <laughs> <laughs> Like, you were just yeah. angry as fuck, but... Yeah. I mean... So much. I kind of wish we had the files. I just... I I just want you to finish that song. That was... That... that oh, nah. I don't want to make music like that. Unless... Uh, oh, no. I, I mean, I totally understand. Yeah. But it's, there was some... There was some <laughs> quotables in there. Pick was. your bitch ass something. Like, you know, y'all just the beverage when I'm thirsty, Fayo? Yeah. Like... <laughs> There's some quotables in there that I just I wanna use in a fight. Yeah. Like <laughs> like it's it could be like, better you better know you put that in like a like a Goku video game <laughs> and have that as like the I pick your bitch ass up. I pick your back, <laughs> Hugo, you know oops I man and it's oh my goodness i do love that line because hugo is a character in street fighter and then bane because hugo has a uh, has a move where he breaks a, a person's back and then bane broke batman's back it's just I, I just love that i just love that that uh double entendre yeah that was yeah that's we we gonna we gonna look for those files i don't know they should stay buried some things should stay buried uh, yes like should. that's very true like uh, Fifth Freedom. Let's Fifth stay buried. Okay, you know what? Let it that stay buried. We won't even uh, we won't even talk li- about that. But you know what? Fifth Freedom, I like the concepts. I just want to throw it in the trash can and let it on fire. Mind of Royalty was better. That is messed up. Mind, it, royalty Mind of Royalty Mind of Royalty was my first project that and I ever put dope. out when I was in high school. Did you know that Ish was a bonfire? And if you <laughs> no, did no, check out Mind of no, Royalty. no. You were definitely heavy, heavily sec- influenced by Childish Gambino. Yeah. Early days, heavy, 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 heavy. Uh, second project was Fifth Freedom. Third project was Cold Winter. See, I could, I could get what you... I, hey, we did start working together when you released this Cold Winter. <laughs> yeah. And if you would have came to me with Fifth Freedom, but be like, ah, you know what, ish, uh... <laughs> You might need to uh, throw your career in the tr- no, throw it in the barn and trash. No, man. but um, cold winter will always be like like the classics in my in my phone. Like you know, I I haven't listened to cold winter in so long. I listen to it probably once a month. Oh, Young wow. and beautiful, like oh, I man. because for me mm-hmm. this ain't even this ain't even an interview for me. But anyway, yeah, I'm taking over. Yeah. for me, <laughs> when what I hear <laughs> when I hear cold winter, yeah, because I can see like your beginnings. Of, of very conceptual songs Mm -hmm. and your beginnings of you know showing who you truly are in your music, um and like throwing bits and pieces at people, you know uh like young and beautiful, you know you talked about all your like a whole entire relationship in that song, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if a lot of people actually really grasped the concept on that you know but there's there's so much that you said in a lot of those songs. Where you could tell the pain that you were feeling while you were writing it. So for me, plus I like music like that anyway. But for me, that's like going to be up there as far as like one of my favorite like mixtapes you did. But full on projects. Hmm. 94 was was great. Oh, yeah. I love that. Great. 94 was great. And then, you know, uh, A Tragic Beauty. Probably probably at the top of the list for me right now. So it's probably Tragic Beauty 94 co-winner. And then everything else we don't need to talk about. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's got, it's dope because, um, like, I, I don't I'll First, I'll start by saying this. I know a lot of people say like, oh, it's conceited to listen to your own music or something like that. Is As an artist, you need to yeah. reflect on your work so you can get better. That's That's what it's all about. You don't think someone painted a picture that's an artist and just sat it down. It's like, I never, I never want to see this again. Some people are like that. Yeah, that's true. Some people are like that. You know what? I'll even say this, though. Mm-hmm. Even in Mind the World to your first project. Yeah. Even though you hadn't learned, you know, rhyme schemes, <laughs> rhythm, or, you know, even just rapping on beat. Yeah. You still always had that, like, where you wanted to paint a picture or what what was going on. Because even mm-hmm. in a lot of those songs, like... It was it was very... Cringeworthy. It, it was oh, so cringeworthy, but you know, like uh, I'm trying to think of the line where you're like, uh, I, I want to have, have a relationship like French and Felix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You know, that's you. Your real life, you know, you went to school with them and you, you know, yeah. you're bringing them up. You want a relationship like them and then you're talking to this girl, you know, and then like <laughs> the delivery wasn't there, yeah. but it was clear where you were trying to go. You were trying to paint this picture about how you know you really wanted this girl, blah blah, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get with her, and you're just having all these issues. But this is what you want to do, you know. And you can clearly see that delivery. Eh. But from I, I think from the early beginnings of your music career, you can see what you've been trying to do, and it's just grown to become better. And so, yeah. like for me, looking at you as your manager. I'm just looking, you know, two more years down the line, the amount of growth that, that you're gonna, that we're gonna see from, Mm -hmm. from your music and from where you're going, from where you started from, that's just amazing. That's just going to be, it's going to blow everyone's mind. Yeah. Especially if somebody go back and just, yeah. If you ever bored and you want to go back and you want to (laughs) see, it's just roots Go ahead, look up mind of royalty. <laughs> do that. Unless you're like a like a promoter or you know, <laughs> you own like B E T or something. Yeah. Don't do that yet. <laughs> Don't do that. Let us talk to you. Let us <laughs> let us meet in person and talk. Explain. E- explain some was. things. Sign a couple of deals. Yeah. <laughs> then you can go back and look at that. But like I do want to go uh talk about ninety four a little bit. Cause ninety four, that was that that was um I would say as a whole, ninety four was the project that we put the most Yeah effort work into and, yeah. emphasis, you know. So much. So much work into that. Like working with uh Ross Newbauer. He oh man, we we really was putting in so much work because I remember I would go there and I would do like 10 hour sessions and knock out three or four songs and go back and try to touch them up a little bit or just do stuff. And like songs like wake up light twenties. And I felt from, from those songs, especially how the project ended, it's a natural progression to a tragic beauty. Cause I started, uh, testing, Uh, singing a bit more, doing a little bit more, more conceptual songs, but not limited uh, to just rap, in a sense, and it was just, that was, I remember, that was just a fun, it was a stressful time, because I remember I was just all day being my thoughts, just thinking deep, trying to figure out, like, okay, what, what do I want to paint? what do I want people to see, like, I want, like, I remember people kept saying, like, oh, the cover art is so dark, and, like, why would you do that, and then, it's it's just one thing I really realized, do what you want to do, because eventually, people around you, especially if it's, if you believe in it, and you think it's dope, there's someone else that's going to think it's dope, and then that's kind of what happened everybody else started saying like oh the cover is cool because i remember for the longest for like almost Mm uh until the pretty much until like a couple months after the project was released people just kept telling me oh you should have changed that you shouldn't have did that but then they're like wow okay and then they started coming up with their own different ideas Mm -hmm. and what it meant and that's what i wanted i wanted when you look at it i want you to interpret it into whatever it is that you see you know because a lot of people are saying like oh the hands they're interpreting uh that's holding you down you know it's holding you's keeping you down and things but it's 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 such a cuz then like you could even say like yeah that can be i'm in my own head and those are my thoughts that's weighing me down you know it's just a lot of There's different so ways that There's you so can go much. with it and then like the door symbolizing behind me the light you know and i'm facing um i'm The door is behind me, and I'm facing forward, and it's just a lot of different things you could take with it. But that that project, I didn't know if I went overboard. I didn't know if I went overboard with it, but with the uh, concept stuff, though. But yeah, and I've tried to dial it back a little bit with a tragic beauty and more precise with it. But yeah, you could definitely. I mean. I don't know. I, I like '94 for that though, because it pretty mm-hmm. much every time you listen to the song, you can get a different. Because remember, I would call you and be like, "Bruh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what you meant." Like yeah. you know, after a conversation that we had, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I feel like I got like an advantage of other people that listen to your music because yeah. obviously we spent a lot of time together, and you know, you don't even have to outright outright tell me what it's about, but we'll have a conversation. I'll be like, it always goes back to music so I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you said that in the song. Okay. I'd be picking apart <laughs> lyrics and stuff. I'd be like writing notes down, like, yeah, I'ma figure out what this means. <laughs> this this sounds like some some there's some fuckery right here. I don't know what it's this is. <laughs> this is some this is some some wizardry just out here. Damn. <laughs> oh man. But for sure. Yeah. So uh what's next? Um just period. You know, what's music wise just i would say entertainment wise, what's next? Um it's it's a lot. Like I know we're um you tone and myself and working on uh different <laughs> that was weird, this lady. I thought somebody was creeping up uh, on me. Yeah. And they were trying to <laughs> I thought I was gonna get got just now. Yeah, that was weird. I was ready um, though. That's very weird. But, uh, you know, like, you, Tone, and myself, we're working on skits, you know, and things. And we have um, going to be planning planning events, you know, in the future. And it's just a lot of things that's going on right now, even with the podcast right now. Um, it's just I feel like we have so much to give talent-wise and personality-wise it's just I want us to be all over it. I want us to do what all that we want to do the ideas that we have I want us to throw it on the on a table and just pick it all up, throw it at the wall, see what sticks and stick with it like i i like I really want us to um to keep doing things creative you know and keep pushing that pushing the boundary of what is um what is allowed as an artist or uh a manager or as a DJ, you know, I want us to keep pushing that line further and further. That's well said, actually. That's it's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I was thinking the next segment, this ain't even my show, keep in mind, but uh, the next segment mm-hmm. we're gonna go over ten questions, rapid, rapid response. Okay. This or that. Okay. You can tell me this or that, just to kind of get to know you better. Say this or that. This okay. or that. You say this or that. Or that. Not that, but this. Okay. All right. Okay. First thing that pops to your mind, just say it. Okay. Nicki Minaj or Cardi B? Cardi B. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Writing or rapping? Writing. Rapping or singing? Wait, you said writing or rapping? I messed that one <laughs> up. I messed that <laughs> up. I meant rapping or singing. Rapping or singing? Uh, rapping. Dancing or running? Dancing. These are getting weird. It's getting These weird. Are getting weird. Getting Taco Bell and McDonald's? McDonald's. Oh, that's really? Yeah. I don't yeah, fuck with I, I never eat Taco, Taco Bell. Taco Bell make me shit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson or, uh, no, that's a bad one. Mm. That's a bad one. Tory Lanez or Bryson Tiller? Bryson Tiller. Chris Brown or Rihanna? Chris Brown. Rihanna. Whoa, Wait. Okay, all right, all right, mm-hmm. all right. All right. I don't, was that 10? I didn't keep track. That I don't even 10. know. That wasn't 10. Mixtape or album? Mixtape. Really? Yeah. Explain. Expand. Expand? <laughs> expand. I was going to say expand. I mean exp- but um, you know, I feel like mixtapes are breaking a lot of concepts. So I feel like mixtapes are albums. And albums are just a big, fancy way to say I have a body of music. Okay. Fair enough. Fair Mm. enough. Fair enough. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'm, it. I'm out. All right. All questions out. That was interesting. I just want to say thank you guys for listening to Gifted. And stay tuned for next week. Because it's going to be weekly, weekly episodes, different conversations, um, different locations, just out and about living life and just seeing what happens. You gotta live. You gotta live. It's great talking to you guys. Uh, you can add me on social media, manager mall. Mm -hmm. That's two L's manager mall, M A L L. That's about it. Shameless plug. True facts. And I forgot. I haven't even added my social media. Um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that, uh, just Prince-ish 216. And I can't wait to see where we are next to talk and just learn. Yeah. It's always about it's learning. Time. Exactly. Just going to fade out. Fade out. Got to go. Bye. LeBron's day. LeBron is leaving. Fuck you. Celtics. Go LeBron.